You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is The Wellness Prescription, brought to you by Healthy Planet. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host from her home studio is Dr. Claudia McKella. Good morning, Claudia. August is here. Now what? <laughs> Good morning, Tina. I know. I can't believe that we made it through the month of July, and August is already upon us. Um, I'm excited for August. I feel like, you know, it's been a great summer, despite everything else that's been going on. We've been having some really nice hot weather. It seems like cases of coronavirus are kind of, you know, um, on the low, which is a good thing. So let's hope that we can continue on this great curve and enjoy the rest of the summer. I think you're absolutely right. I think we have to take this time because we don't know what is coming around the corner. We don't know what the fall, what the flu season will bring. So they are encouraging us to enjoy this time, enjoy the outdoors while we can, because we know the Canadian winter is just around the corner, and I hate to say that in August, but we know that that's what's happening, that's what's brewing. I know, I and I keep telling people, don't complain about the heat, because in a few months, we will be complaining about the deep cold, and we will be wishing for days like we've been having. So I feel like August is going to be great. Um, I don't have anything intense planned, just more of the same kind of regrouping, relaxing, and making plans for the rest of the year, as well as 2021. How about yourself? Yeah, it is an unusual time for sure. I mean, August is usually a time for, for me personally, for getting ready, for thinking about September, for looking ahead. And, you know, when you think about the CNE, for example, it's usually the signal that summer is almost over, school will be back. This year, we don't have it. And so I feel a little out of sorts. And I think I'm not alone. What are you hearing from your patients, from your clients in the clinic? You know what? I, I'm hearing the exact same thing. It is a bizarre summer. I mean, the CNE, the um, Canada's Wonderland, you know, all the things that families and kids tend to do together in the summer are not available to us. But I am finding that people are feeling much more inspired just to be outside and do the simple things like walking, bike riding. And also now that we can enjoy a little patio time, you know, getting out to a cafe or to a restaurant that has a patio, I think is going to be a bit of inspiration for us. And I do feel like we are going to have to get used to this new normal where things are going to be a little different for the next little while. Uh, Just embrace it. And that's what I plan on doing. For me, I am the same way. August for me is getting ready for a new season. So September to me is always kind of like the new year just because of school, commencing. I feel like it's a time for me to kind of plan for the next uh, eight to ten months and I go into it with a really positive attitude and I'm going to try and do the same this year for sure. And that's, you know, your focus on this show has always been be grateful, be positive, look forward. And I think we have to. We can't forget those early days of this pandemic in March and April when it felt like we were, and we were, We were in lockdown. We really could not do much. So let's appreciate the time we have right now. Let's be grateful for what we do have. The freedom, although it's different, we may not have that vacation to look forward to, but we do have more freedom than we had just a few months ago. And, you know, that's a very valid point. And I keep telling my patients that, you know, 
in March, we did not see the light at the end of the tunnel. It was dreary. It was scary for many. Uh, but look, we got through it. We've gotten past some really, you know, scary times and uncertain times, and we're looking forward to a really bright future. So the message is things do move along Things always get better, and there always is a silver lining. So we're just waiting to find it and uh, just go with it. And what are you telling your patients who maybe are struggling with this emotionally, maybe are having sleep issues, for example, because often that's how stress would manifest itself. So what do you tell them? What treatments are available if you are having stress and sleep issues, for example? So there's so many things you can do. So my favorite is meditation. So meditation combined with gratitude, focusing on the things that you can control, focusing on the things in your life that are going well, focusing on just being healthy, that will put you in a positive mind frame um, and it'll help you calm yourself down. Just redirecting your thoughts to good thoughts. Um, The second thing that I like to recommend is magnesium. Magnesium is the miracle mineral. A little bit of extra magnesium in your diet through supplementation or even just eating foods that are rich in magnesium are really going to help with calming you down, helping you sleep. Honestly, exercise and movement is key. We got to keep our bodies moving. I've been telling everybody from the very beginning of this kind of lockdown pandemic, just be as active as possible. You know, you don't need to be training for the Olympics, but you just need to keep the body moving because I'm finding myself, I'm sitting more because I'm in this home studio that I've created and I'm sitting a lot more, doing a lot more, you know, paperwork, so to speak. I'm finding that I have to use my Fitbit or my smart device to make sure that I'm getting up and reminding myself that I cannot let my joints sit idle. If you do those couple of things, you will notice a big difference in how your body feels. Don't let it get away on you. Stay focused. When we come back, getting in shape emotionally. That conversation is coming up. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Over to Dr. Claudia with today's guest. Thank you, Tina. Our guest today is life coach and so much more, Catherine Giles. Catherine, welcome to the show. Before we talk about your new book, tell us about your work as a coach. Yes. um, Well, here I, I work in Caledonia with my mother, Betty. Giles, and um, we have most of my business is based over the phone because my clients are just too far away to come in person. But when they're closer to home, they they can come in person for sure. And um, it's just a lot of dealing with people's anxieties, and um, a lot of people might have a great big huge emotional support at home, but their issues are just a little bit too personal to share with their family, and they want someone who's you know, not emotionally involved to kind of bounce things off of. So we're busy here. We're hopping all day long on, on the phone, in person, via email, do a little bit of FaceTiming and stuff. So it, it keeps us very busy. It's very, very rewarding. Very rewarding. Catherine, can I ask you, what's it like working with your mom, Betty Giles? 
It's wonderful. <laughs> we get along beautifully. I've, I, we've, everybody says, oh, my gosh, you're starting to sound so much like your mother now. I'm like, well, we've been doing this together for about the last 26 or 27 years, and we have a, a home-based office at her home across from the Grand River in Caledonia, and we, um, we're in a great routine, and we've worked many years, and she's more years before that on this business so it's just become really successful and it's changed over the years to become more um, tech savvy and give people a lot more options instead of in the early days when you could only kind of come out in person now there's every option in the world available so it, it grows your clientele that way and so Catherine your book is titled chips choosing mm -hmm. higher intelligence people skills like what a great title and what inspired you to write this well, I think because I had a milestone birthday this year, I thought, you know what, I have to start getting all of these projects that I've had on the go for a little while done. And it's really kind of helped me clean up my, home, my own life emotionally writing this book. And it's everything that I, I practice when I'm, when I'm with my clients. And it's almost like a little manual. You can um, highlight it, you know, go back and revisit and practice the things that you... Um, that, that apply to you or your situation and it's just it, it was wonderful it's wonderful it took me about a year year and a half to sort of finish it all because I only worked on it part-time but it's done now it's short it's a quick read about an hour and 15 minutes and and it's one of those reads that you kind of need to reread once in a while to give yourself that little tune-up that you need and what kind of help could we find in the book for what kind of issues that we might be going through um, well, the whole book is about, it's like a journey to use your own emotional intelligence to tune into the feelings and, and of other people. Um, the first chapter is starting with yourself, you know, getting educated, how to make, you know, regain more personal control over your own emotions, and really to concentrate on the positivity in life, letting go of the negativity. And each chapter it's kind of like a journey. Each chapter flows into the next option, but each chapter moves into the next level of what you should do. So the first one is starting with yourself. The next one is lose that chip, and it's literally like that little chip that's on your shoulder. Everybody who's you know walking around with a little bit of an attitude, I'm sure we know some of them, and we might have that once in a while too when we're in a bad mood. But um, each chapter helps you. So you kind of have to find the ones that apply to you and reread it, or they all may apply to you. And so, Catherine, Tina and I often talk about, you know, maintaining um, a really positive attitude regardless of what's going on in your life yes. or in the world around you. Yes. And I'm a believer in positive change. So what are the Absolutely. tips? Yeah, like you have to remain positive because there is always a silver lining. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, right. And what? so what are some of the tips to get you started on that path? For somebody who just kind of lives in that negative realm, how do we get started on the path to positivity? Well, I think getting on the the, po the path to positivity is is really really easy. First of all, you have to do some pretty deep personal reflection into yourself, and get yourself into that positive frame of mind. Deal with the things that you can deal with, and let go of the things that you can't. 
So we have to let go of that control over every little minuscule thing in our life that, that bothers us so that we can free ourselves to become more positive. Positivity is contagious. So if you're positive, then everybody around you becomes positive. So it's, you know, there's just, there's all kinds of different tips and tricks and, and you know, we all need a little bit of a tune-up once in a while and little friendly reminders of, you know, not to lose our temper and how to choose our emotional responses and, and to just post these little things wherever we can, little post-its and practice uh, daily mantra. I call it emotional fitness, the positivity part, like just becoming emotionally fit, not so much about the gym, what's in our head first, you know, getting everything straightened out and it makes you feel so much better. You look better, you're more energized and I think that there's a positive in everything, even this COVID stuff, like there's lots of positivity in, in all of this. We've been able to have the gift of time to reconnect with our children and our families. We've had the gift of being able to um, break maybe some old bad habits, maybe creating a few little negative eating ones along the way, but we can, you know, break those too. But, there's, you know, we all need to reflect, how are we going to come out of this positively? What have I learned from this? Am I going to jump back in doing all my old bad habits? Like, what gift has there been in all of this? What little tune-up can I give myself or my family or my business? A lot of businesses are going to be leaning down. Anybody who's negative or who's been a, a sore, sore pain in the butt before all of this, if I was a great big company or business owner, it's time to lean down on some of these people. So, you know, being positive has many wonderful effects, especially professionally. Nobody wants to be around someone who's emotionally going to zap everybody else's energy. It's easy to fall back into old habits. So, yes, we could feel inspired and changed right now. But sticking to that often takes a lot of work. It's very deliberate. Absolutely. What yeah. do you do if you, you know, if you fall into those old ways again or those old patterns how do you stay on track well i think staying on track is this little book is good for something like that because when you fall back into those old habits and it's like being on a diet you know we all we're nobody's perfect we're going to fluctuate up and down a couple of pounds here and there nobody can walk around being the most positive person perfect person in the whole entire word world it's just impossible and i think a lot of people who focus on positivity have, are the ones that have already sort of achieved that um, struggle of flipping back and forth between the positivity and the negativity. So I think just concentrating on uh, looking at people from a new, um, very empathetic and, and human way, looking at people differently will give you sort of a little bit of, of, a, of an edge to think, you know what, I don't need to react to this. I can be positive. I, I know maybe I shouldn't have reacted that way. I'm, I'm reflecting back on it, and I'm not feeling so positive about how I handle the situation. I'm going to go back and make that proper. Like, we all have those little feelings that come back to us after, and I think it's good. Instead of just ignoring them, oh, well, it's already said and done. I can't fix what happened. You can always make some sort of little mention or, or do some sort of gesture to, to, you know, make things right the right way. But it definitely is practice. It's patience. But it's freeing. It's freeing becoming uh, more empathetic and more positive to other people. And learning when to give in gracefully is a hard one for some people. That's one of my chapter titles. And if you find someone that you just, you know, you can't connect with or there's a lot of negativity around a certain subject or whatever you happen to be dealing with, 
sometimes just learning when to give in gracefully, walk away from the situation, maybe revisit it a week or a month from now or the next day, giving in gracefully, not having to win that point. It's like a new level of emotional maturity where you, you it's like, you know what? I don't always have to be right, even though I, I know in my heart I am. I can't beat someone up to control them my, to my way of thinking. I just sort of have to let that go. It's, it's regulating your emotions in a very positive way, and it definitely takes a lot of practice, but not as hard as everybody thinks. Definitely not as hard. And so, Catherine, you mentioned before emotional fitness. I mm-hmm. absolutely love this term because mm-hmm. I'm all about, like, physical fitness. But yeah. I also realize in all of my years of practice that emotional fitness has to tie in there. Otherwise, you're not getting either of them. Exactly. So, right. So let's backtrack and talk about what emotional fitness looks like. And I know you've kind of outlined it just now, but take me to a situation where you're teaching somebody or helping them gain that emotional fitness. Okay, let's see here. Well, first of all, I think that our body follows our mind. And um, whatever we, we have inside, it reflects on the outside. Like you could see this physically fit, for example, um, man or woman or whoever. Say they go to the gym and they're equally working the same time or working out the same time. They're working hard on their body with their diet and exercise. But one person seems to glow and outshine the other person. Well, they're the ones that are probably a little bit more positive and at peace within themselves, have peace of mind. They're more personable. And I think that being emotionally fit, it's like going to the gym. You have to work on it. It's like doing a, a squat for, for, your, for your heart in, inside internally, you know, to make you feel more empowered. I like to focus on being kind to other people. And if I see someone who's being really brusque or trenchant in their ways and their thoughts of thinking and their negativity, Sometimes instead of getting on that hamster wheel where you're doing the circle dance of talking to them about the same topic over and over again, I kind of give in to them a little bit and then come back and and paraphrase and use their own words so that they can see this is where you're making this big mistake. When you're caught in the middle of negativity and, and you're on that hamster wheel, it's hard to get off because it's what you know. It's It's become almost a survival technique to some people. But if you can get off or put that stick in the wheel and stop it and start practicing a few little tiny steps to become um, more positive, you know, being patient with yourself, not being emotionally judgmental to your own inter- in- inner voice and learning that these are our thoughts. They're not actually us. Like we can retrain and, and, and regroup with our own thoughts. Then you start practicing emotional fitness and you get more... Um, purpose in your life and you're you know you become more important your own inner voice matters more and you get to concentrate on your your own more you know your own dreams and you realize that your spot in this world is important and you start to view yourself differently and that that uh, radiates to everybody in your life your children your spouse your co-workers and if you're in a bad mood it's almost like you have to reframe your 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 emotions before you go into work and I know that that's sometimes hard when we have you know some very difficult things that we're going to but nobody else deserves to you know feel all of these other things that we're feeling too we all are going into work we all want to have a positive day so it's it's really is practice but when you become more emotionally fit you become more aware 
of your own inner voice or that little negative inner inner red flag that waves itself from time to time. Everybody has it, but it's learning to have more personal control over yourself. Sometimes you have to become more emotionally vulnerable to others in order to see what your limitations are, and that's difficult for some people too. But it's it's just practice. It's a journey. And here we focus all on positivity. The power of positivity is, like, unbelievable. All right. I love that. That I, sounds I, great. You know, Tina and I talk about positivity all the time, right, Tina? We absolutely do. Catherine, can you share with us a, maybe a common issue or a story that comes to you um, repeatedly? And, you know, obviously maintaining your client confidentiality. But what do people normally come to you with? And how do you get them through it? Well, uh, one of my favorite chapters in this book is called Act, Don't React. And a lot of people come to me like they're feeling guilty. They carry around a lot of guilt. Well, I acted this way and I don't feel good. And, and I have this little screensaver that I like to text some of my clients. And I can share it for you today. Um, it kind of goes like this. And it says, just for today, give yourself a friendly reminder. If you ever find yourself losing your temper, it's your fault. Always. You choose your emotional responses. These responses or reactive choices are never the responsibility of any other human being, ever. And a lot of people, they think, wow, like I am, that was a real tune-up. I needed that. But that can apply to anything in your life, anything. And when you're in control of yourself, you're in control of everything in your life. And, and having a positive life and all kinds of wonderful things happen just naturally start to unfold. But the clients here, like especially with the pandemic that's going on, a lot of people's anxieties are really heightened right now. And even uh, simple decision-making or other types of things, it becomes difficult because they're excited about everything else that's going on. So we, you know, practice some grounding techniques and just kind of get focused on doing things that they do have control of because I find a lot of people, it's all control-based. If they feel that they're being manipulated or controlled by a situation or a person in life, then all of a sudden they have this great feeling of being out of control and you need to recenter yourself, regroup, and focus that on your own personal control in a positive way. And when you have lots of mistakes and you're not perfect, you forgive yourself. You're human. You know, we, we're not at, we have to exercise this and, and practice this positive energy. So sometimes if we have a negative reaction to something, we have to forgive ourselves. And that's the first step in having a new, calm, peaceful way in life. And that is the best advice you can give anybody. And, mm -hmm. you know, in our lives, we all come across people who have different ways of looking at things. Mm -hmm. And when we meet people who have the glasses half empty um, mind frame, how do we help them switch that to the glass is actually half full, so let's just move forward and go with it? Yeah. Well, I have, a, there's a few people that kind of, uh, some people never get to that step, and a lot of people do. And the ones that don't, they might get the glass half and half. That's okay, as long as they're experiencing a little bit of a better life for themselves. And nobody is born into this way of thinking, right? It's all our, our life experiences, the way we were raised, the family we were born into, um, you know, and then later on when we become adults, it, it becomes more of our responsibility. Maybe we don't have the tools to grow the way that we want. So we have to sort of 
welcome in this new emotional dis, uh, discipline in our life and practice it and give ourselves this gift of maturity. I think that's amazing, and yeah. I think we need to encourage that, and I'm, I'm excited to get your book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send you one. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but if listeners want to know more about you and know where to find your book, how can they do that? Well, I work in Caledonia, and our website here is Betty.com, and Betty is spelt with two E's at the end, so it's B-E-T-T-E-E.com, and I have my own section there under Catherine, and um, the, you can request it that way, or you can always email, and the email is chips.emotional.intelligence at gmail.com, and that way we can send you out a copy of the book if you so decide and you can also order it online on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Chapters, Indigos, um, Apple, Apple Books and I'm just talking to Indigo right now um, to have it in actually in the stores in southern Ontario so hopefully they'll be in, in the stores physically you can go and pick them up there but physically you can pick it up here at the office or order one online and they'll physically send it out to you. That's terrific, and congratulations on your book, Catherine. All the best to your mom, Betty. Oh, thank you. Thank you, ladies. It's been a pleasure. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you. That's easy. You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Michaela or my website, thecenterforhealth.ca. New website coming soon, but for now, find me there. That's terrific. That's our show for this week for previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription. Go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. The Wellness Prescription has been brought to you by Healthy Planet. This is 1059 The Region.